the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. at this situation. He sees a waste of opportunity. He sees a, it's just a waste. Jesus sees it as something that is honoring to him and a blessing. So you see this clear and undeniable difference of opinion. Dear ones, when that difference of opinion happens in our lives, who wins? Does the Lord win or do you win? When this unavoidable and inevitable conflict happens, Dear ones, for each one of us who is a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, the final court of arbitration that we all must come to is given to us in the book of Romans, the 12th chapter. So everybody turn with me to Romans, the 12th chapter. Because this is the final court of arbitration that all of us must come to when that inevitable and unavoidable conflict happens. See, because there was, there's going to come a time where what God says He wants and what you say you want are not going to agree with one another. Amen. They are not going to agree with one another. You, 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 we can sit there and act all pious. Oh, no, that will never happen to me. Stop lying. It might if, tell you shame the devil. Some of us that happened just yesterday. It, it's an unavoidable conflict. God said, he said, he told, he said, Isaiah, he said, Isaiah, let me give you a revelation concerning all the people that I have created because of what has happened because of the fall and because of what sin has done to them. They don't think like I think. Their ways are not my ways. Their thoughts are not my thoughts. So there is an undeniable, of, there is an undeniable and unavoidable conflict that is going to happen between the plan that they have for their life and the plan that I have for their life. The purposes that I want to accomplish and the agenda that they have set for themselves. It is undeniable. It is unavoidable. 
and it will range in its scope and in its magnitude. It will range in its scope and in its magnitude from the lowest thing to the highest thing. From the lowest thing of saying certain things or doing certain things that the Lord is impressing upon you to do to the highest things of where you live and what jobs you take and who you marry. Those, dear ones, it will be unavoidable. You cannot deny it. Who wins the conflict? Who wins? Does God win? Is it Lord have your way? Or is it Lord move out of the way so I can have my way? Who is the conflict? It's unavoidable. It's going to happen. And the final court of arbitration that all of us that are Christ's followers must come to. Paul gives it to us in Romans the 12th chapter. Notice what he says starting in verse 1. He says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service you are to be a living sacrifice it's a, 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 a living I'm, I'm to be alive in Christ but I am to be a sacrifice and sometimes dear ones the things that you have to sacrifice on the altar to the Lord is your agenda is your plan is your purpose that's what you put on the altar. That's what you sacrifice. That's what you say, Lord, I'm giving it up to you. I'm surrendering it to you. Now, 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 when you sacrifice something, you don't bring a portion of it. You bring all of it. When you sacrifice something, you don't give up. Here, here, I'm sacrificing, or here's a part of it. Here's 25%. I'm keeping 80, though. No, 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 no. Lord said, no, when you bring a sacrifice... You bring all of the sacrifice and you place it all on the altar. And then after you place it on the altar, you lift your hands away and have nothing to do with it anymore. You don't keep fiddling with it. You don't keep messing with it. Well, Lord, no, 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 not that, not that. No, leave that alone. No, no, take your hands off it. Place it on the altar, all of it, leave it alone and let me do what I'm going to do with it. See, because we want to, we, 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 we want to be a living we want to be a living something, but it ain't a sacrifice. We want to be living, but not a sacrifice. We don't want to sacrifice everything. No, no, my plan, my agenda, Lord, why can't you bless my agenda? Why can't you bless my plan? My plan, Because your ways are not my ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts. That's why, that's why I can't bless. If I do what you're asking, now I serve you, you no longer serve me. And so the Lord says, no, it can't work that way. It has to work this way. You bring your plan. You bring your agenda. You bring the things that you have purpose for your life. And you offer those things to me. And allow me to have my way in your life. If you allow me to have my way in your life, I will take you places you never thought you'd go. I do things, I'll do things with you and through you you never thought you'd accomplish. I'll help you to be a person, the man or woman that I have ordained from the foundation of the world for you to become. And not this simulation or this, this, this fragmented person that if you have your way and do it your way that you're going to end up becoming. This fragmented, broken, contrary individual. That's what you will become if I let you have your way. But if you let me have my way, I'll make you whole. I'll make you new. I'll do things with you you never thought possible. I'll help you to become a person that will be pleasing and acceptable in my sight. 
I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Here we go. Second verse. And be not conformed to this world. In other words, stop allowing the agenda of the world to set your plans and your purposes. Stop allowing the agenda of the world, what the world says is important. Money, fame, prominence, houses, cars, this, that, where you live, where you go, what you do, vacation. Stop allowing the world to set your agendas. Be not conformed to this world. Be, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Lord have mercy. For some, for some, for some, we have in our minds this idea, vacationing. We're going to vacation in this location. And yet God may be speaking to some of you saying, I want you to vacation as you go and do ministry work. That's going to be your vacation. Yes. It's not going to be spent in a lawn chair, sipping a drink with 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 an umbrella in it. It's going to be spent getting your hands dirty and and working helping somebody else but in the process of getting dirty and dirt under your fingernails and helping somebody else you will find that you're having the time of your life that you are more fulfilled that you are more satisfied that you are more blessed than you ever thought possible be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, prove. There's a proof that will be evidence. There will, some, there will be some evidential proof that will come out of this. You can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Dear ones, this is the place, Romans 12, when this conflict happens between God's agenda, God's plans and purposes, and our agenda, our plans and purposes for our life. This is the place that, as I said, is the final court of arbitration. And this is the place where we all must come to have our conflicts and our controversies resolved and to have our yes to the Lord renewed, revived, restored, refreshed, strengthened, solidified, and stabilized. You have to come here. Whenever you find yourself in that place, whenever whenever the enemy is whispering in your ear and you find yourself in that place where your agenda and God's agenda are not lining up with one another, you need to come to Romans, the 12th chapter. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. This is the final court of arbitration. Because if you come here, you begin to realize, Lord, your plan is what I need to be focusing on, not my plan. So that is the second thing that I would like to submit. But the third thing, let's move on to the third thing that I would like to submit to all of you that contributed to Judas's decision to betray Jesus. And that, dear ones, is found for us in two places. So the first place we want to turn to is Luke, the 22nd chapter. Luke, the 22nd chapter is where I'm going to turn to first. And I'm going to read the first six verses of Luke, the 22nd chapter. And then I'm going to turn to John 13. I'm just going to read the first two verses of John 13. But dear ones, Luke 22, starting at verse 1, notice what the Bible declares to us. It says, Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, kill Jesus, for they feared the people. 
Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being one of the number of the twelve. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains, how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he promised, Judas promised, and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. So Luke here is giving us his synopsis of what happened at that feast where Judas is offended. He's reprimanded by the Lord. And then Judas goes on to make that agreement with the chief priests on how to betray Jesus. Luke gives us his, scenario, his, his summary and his synopsis of it. But dear ones, as you look at John, the 13th chapter, starting at verse 1, notice what it says. It says, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Here we go. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. And so, dear ones, we have here... Luke's summary of what happened, but then John gives us a little bit of more information concerning what really took place with Judas. Because in Luke, we are told that Satan entered into Judas. And so it, it, Satan, Luke says that Satan entered into Judas, not in the context of he, Judas became demon-possessed. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a case of demon possession here. Judas, the devil entered into Judas, and John helps us to better understand what that means because John clarifies for us what he's talking about because John goes on to say that the devil had put into the heart of Judas the decision to betray Jesus. And so what you have here is the devil, one, taking advantage of the unresolved offense that has occurred between Judas and Jesus, and then two, taking advantage of the unaddressed issues of sin and selfishness that Judas had in his life, and then using these things as his launching pad that he then uses to instill within Judas's heart the thought, the idea, the desire, the willingness, and ultimately the decision to betray Jesus. And so you have this culmination of things. 
You have the unaddressed, I should say the unresolved offense. And then you have the reprimand that takes place. And so Judas is offended. But then you have these issues of unaddressed sin and selfishness that Judas has in his life. And the devil takes these things and begins to manipulate and twist them to get instilled in Judas's mind and in Judas's heart the thought, the idea, and then the willingness and the desire and ultimately the decision to betray Jesus. And so, dear ones, it starts off, as I said, with this unresolved offense, this issue, this, this thing that happened between us. But then there are other issues that I have in my life that I really haven't addressed and I'm not dealing with the way that I should be dealing with them. I'm not addressing them the way they should be addressed. These unaddressed issues of sin. But then there is this issue of selfishness because my agenda really is the most important thing in my life. So I have an offense. I have issues of sin. I have my own plans and purposes. And the enemy comes in, the devil comes in, and he begins to twist and manipulate everything. So ultimately, I go from being, Judas goes from being a follower of Jesus to the betrayer of Jesus. Now, Now, dear ones, if you don't think that something like that could happen to you again, don't let the devil deceive you. The scripture says very clearly, Paul says, he that thinks he stands, take heed lest he fall if you don't think something like this could happen to you please don't let the devil deceive you like that unaddressed issues unresolved conflicts unaddressed issues of sin selfishness our own plans and purposes that we have that conflict with god's plans and purposes there was we can find ourselves in this kind of situation and notice, notice, as you look at what Luke says, Luke says, notice, and I didn't notice it until this morning when I was looking over these verses, because back in Luke, the 22nd chapter, it says, verse 6 says, and he promised, Judas promised and sought opportunity to betray Jesus unto them in the absence of the multitude. So, so Judas had gone, gotten to the place where he promised, I promise you. I'll betray him. I promise you, I'm going to turn him over to you. I'm promising you this. And then he sought opportunity. He was looking for for the right time and the right place to turn Jesus over. As I said, there was, we talked about it last time, last time we were together. Desire, time, and opportunity. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. For you to end up becoming someone like Judas. Desire, time, and opportunity. It's only God's grace and only God's mercy that has been keeping that combination from coming coming together in some of our lives. Either God has dealt with that desire that you have. Or he has not given you the time. Or he has not allowed the opportunity to come to pass. But it's not because you're so wonderful and you got it together like that. No, 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 no. It ain't because of that. It's grace and mercy that are keeping desire, time, and opportunity apart from one another. And so, and so we see here with Judas, in it, this individual who makes the decision. And then he promises, as I said, he promises to betray the Lord. And he sought for an opportunity. And dear ones, is there some base of operation 
that we are allowing the enemy to have in our lives that he is using as his launching pad for his attacks against us? Is there some base of operation? Now, dear ones, a base of operation, bases of operation are formed and established in our lives by the devil because the devil will move into that base. If you allow that base of operation to be there, he'll move into it. He'll commandeer it and move into it. And those bases are established in our lives whenever there is some unaddressed issue of sin, some unresolved issue of conflict that we have with another person, some unattended to hurt or wound that we have experienced in our lives, or some misunderstanding or misbelief that we have locked onto and we refuse to let go. Any one of those things the enemy can now begin to use as his base of operation to begin to launch his attacks in your life and begin to twist and turn things. So you begin to see others and see other situations and see circumstances in a completely different way than how the Lord would have you to see them. And so these, these issues, these, these bases of operation... What needs to happen in all of our lives in order to address these things is one, there needs to be an acknowledging and a confessing that those things are there. That's the first thing that needs to happen. Brother Foreman kind of touched on it in Sunday school. I don't, he, he was talking about something else, but he started to touch on it, dear ones, because he said, God can deal with you and God can help you and God can begin to minister to you if you're honest with him. If you're honest with him. The scripture says. The scripture says. In the, in, in, in the end. When the Lord is dealing with everybody. He's, 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 he's casting individuals. Into the lake of fire. That burns with brimstone. For all of eternity. He's casting people in. Murderers and fornicators. And idolaters. And all liars. All liars. All liars, here we go now, all liars includes those that lie to themselves. I want you to think about that. All liars include individuals who lie to themselves. I ain't bothered. Don't bother me. I'm fine. I ain't got no problems. I ain't gonna I'm good. I'm, I, you got the problem. I ain't got the problem. Amen. It's not me. It's you. Amen. I'm not the reason. You're the reason. I'm not the cause. You're the cause. I'm not the one who's doing stirring stuff up. You're the one who's stirring stuff up. You be better. You do better. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just the way I am. All liars. God will deal with you. God will help you. But he requires honesty. He requires you to be honest with him concerning who you are where you are, what you are, and how you are. He requires honesty. And he says, he says, he says, he, he tries to help us to understand this in the book of 1 John. He says, if you confess your sins, I am faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you'll confess it, I'll forgive it. But you've got to be willing to acknowledge it and confess that it's there. You've got to be willing first, as I said, to confess it, to acknowledge that it's there. The second thing, dear ones, is you've got to admit and agree with the Lord that it is sin and that it needs to stop in your life. 
See, because it's one thing to confess that it's there. See, and this is what a lot of us do. We confess that it's there. Lord, you're right. You're right. You know, Lord, you're right. I'm, I'm messed up in this area. Lord, you're right. I got a problem and I need it. And yet, but then we start making excuses for why it's there. Well, Lord, you know I ain't perfect. And Lord, you know I'm this. And please be patient with me. God ain't done with me yet. And all of a sudden, you start making excuses for why you're doing that and why you're continuing on and why you're allowing it to happen and why you're allowing it to go on in your life. You've got to admit and acknowledge that it's sin and that it needs to stop. It needs to stop, not down the road. It needs to stop now. Confess and admit that it's there. Acknowledge and agree with the Lord that it's sin and that it needs to stop. And then thirdly, dear ones, bring it to the Lord for him to give us what we need and cleanse us of it and direct us on how we are to address it. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.